Welcome to the Imposture to Unstoppable podcast, where physicians can learn how to overcome imposter syndrome and create the career of their dreams. Hi, friends. I wanted to really quickly tell you about an event coming up at the end of the month, starting August 31st. It's called the Virtual Summit Women Docs Thinking Outside the Box. It's put on by the Women in White Coats, which is a blog that is all about empowering women physicians, helping them reach the best of their abilities, overcoming microaggressions and other things that women endure in the field of medicine. It's a really, really awesome group of women. The summit will be August 31st to September 4th. It's completely free. They have several speakers that will talk about telemedicine, locums positions, leadership, private practice, concierge medicine, entrepreneurship, coaching, and so much more. It's a really, really great experience. Please click the link in my bio to check it out and take advantage of this really wonderful and free opportunity. Now onto the podcast. Well, hello there. Let's talk about the habits of imposter syndrome. So I think of habits as the small things that we do on a regular basis without even really thinking about it. Obvious habits that we have are brushing your teeth, checking your email, driving to work, all of these things you don't really require you to think about, but you do them kind of on autopilot. So a lot of the times, like those things I mentioned, like brushing your teeth and knowing how to drive to work without significant thought are really helpful. Um, The problem is that we have a lot of bad habits because we're human beings, right? And if we don't ever question all the habits that we have, then we're kind of doing things that don't serve us on a regular basis. And that can really get us stuck in something like imposter syndrome or prevent us from achieving our goals. So when we want to make lasting change in our lives, changing our habits needs to be what we focus on 100%. And the good news about that is that it's really easy to do. It's not making huge changes overnight. It's just changing, making small tweaks until they become your new habit and then moving on to the next thing. So it's really all about taking one step at a time instead of making these over a huge overhaul in your life that's not going to last. If you're thinking about wanting to implement a new f- physical activity routine, habits looks like Eliminating emotional eating one st- with one thing at a time, decreasing stress, improving sleep. It's not the 60-minute workouts on the weekends or the calorie counting and restricting for a month and then going back to your old way of life. It's making small adjustments that are meaningful, that are really going to give you the biggest bang for your buck. So when we do something repetitively, our primitive brain, which is the limbic system, takes control and chunks it into actions that we perform without any thought at all. So an example of this that I've already mentioned is driving to work. We get in our car and we go to work and we could space out for half the drive and then still end up at work without putting any thought into it. That's because we've done that so many times that our brain just takes over and chunks it into a system and then we get to work. Other things that could be negative would be that when you get home from work, you have a glass of wine. Or you think negative thoughts about yourselves, like, I'm an imposter, I don't belong here, I'm not smart enough. If you are used to thinking that thought, I'm not smart enough, then your brain has it as a habit. Like, whenever you go into work, whenever you try something new, that thought is going to come up as a habit for you that you may not even realize is there. So changing your environment can help break habits. Changing up your routine just a little bit can really help with this. So when I implemented a different and 
um, better morning routine for me about two years ago, this was really helpful because I was able to, just by shifting when I got up in the morning by 30 minutes, I was able to completely overhaul my mindset to one that was much more useful and positive. Having an awareness of what your habits are and where you are likely to make them is a first great step. So I recommend that really just for a week or so, you just pay attention to the habits that you have, these repetitive thoughts or actions that you take that you didn't even think of until you were noticing it. So maybe you are someone who, when you get home, has a glass of wine for work. I don't think you have to stop doing it, but I do want you to pay attention to the thought that you're having about that glass of wine. Like, are you thinking to yourself, oh, I can't wait to have that glass of wine because I had such a stressful day. Or now it's time for me to wind down, so I'm gonna have some wine. Or when you get into work and someone questions you about something, do you automatically think, They don't think I'm smart enough as a habit. If you do, then notice it. Don't judge yourself. Just notice it and say, huh, I wonder why my automatic thought here, my habit here is to assume that they're questioning my intelligence. Our primitive brain seeks pleasure first and foremost, and that is immediate pleasure now. So the easiest way I can get this across to you is with exercise because For most of my life, I hated exercise and I never wanted to do it because my brain was like, that's going to hurt. It's much easier to stay on the couch with me and eat this Hershey bar. That feels better in the moment. What our brains are not able to do, our primitive brains, is to see the long term, to see our future goal and realize that Maybe it hurts a little bit more to do some exercise right now, but in the long run, it feels a hundred times better than getting into the habit of sitting on the couch and eating chocolate. When it comes to imposter syndrome, the biggest take-home point here is that you certainly have repetitive thoughts that have become habits for you that are fueling your imposter syndrome and all the negative emotions that come with it. So When you see that from that perspective, I think sometimes it can make it a little bit easier to change because then you can just say, this is a habit that I wanna change into a different habit to serve my future self. One way to do this really easily is obviously journal, which you know I'm gonna recommend you do all the time, but write down the repetitive, habitual thoughts that you have that are negative, and then pick one of them, whichever one you want, and shift it just a tiny bit to something that feels better. And then think that thought, write it down the minute you wake up in the morning, put it in your phone to pop up as an alarm until that becomes habitual. And you only have to do this for a few days or so before you will recognize that there really is a way to change your habits, including the habitual thoughts that you have. So let me know what you think about this. Reach out to me and let me know what shift you made. And also, if you need any help finding new thoughts, I'm happy to talk through that with you. Have a great day. One more thing before you go. I wanted to tell you about the amazing course I just put together and is available now and live at the lowest price I'll ever offer it. And it is all about how to coach yourself. So if you have been considering getting a coach, haven't been able to commit, worried about the financial investment, or just not quite sure if it's the right thing for you yet, then self-coaching is a really, really good place to start. It's exactly where I started my journey to becoming the confident and fulfilled physician that I am today. 
and living with intention and living, living with purpose for the past two years have been working on material that I could offer other women to help them to get to where I am because there's nothing special about me. Anyone can feel this way with the proper tools and that's what self-coaching provides. So it is an in-depth and complete look into self-coaching, including what it is, why it's so important, all the tools that you need to know about self-coaching, and even a special module designed just to help you to solve your biggest everyday problems, including imposter syndrome, which so many of us struggle with. It also includes access to the private Facebook group where you can ask questions or seek support. And the part I'm most excited about is the opportunity to hop on group coaching calls every month where we can talk about specific problems that you're having. It's a safe environment where I can give you some personalized help and support as you go along this course and well beyond. Check out the link in the show notes page for this one-of-a-kind self-coaching course. It's designed mostly geared towards physician women or professional women who are struggling in their day-to-day life with a feeling of lack of confidence, feeling like an imposter, feeling like you're going through life reacting to everybody else's problems and no real direction for where your own life is going. I can help you get there and self-coaching is the way to do it.